and welcome back to this week's episode of the Big Red Hockey Cast. Today I'm being joined by our newest member, Jane. How are you feeling? I'm great, Angie. Thanks. We're so happy to have you. The Big Red has had an eventful weekend, so let's provide a quick recap of our matches versus Quinnipiac and Princeton. Yeah, so Cornell was um, opening up ECIC play this weekend. Uh, first was on Friday against the number seven ranked Quinnipiac Bobcats. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Big Red fell by a score of four to one. Mm-hmm. So it was halfway through the first period when Quinnipiac found the back of the net, which put them in the lead. And then just two minutes later, they were up by two goals. Yeah, so it was uh, after Quinnipiac was able to get that first one, they were uh, quickly, they regained uh, the momentum. Mm-hmm. So just five seconds into the second period, Jules Frechette was able to cut the deficit in half. She took advantage of a lucky bounce off a Quinnipiac defender right past their goalie, Angers. Yeah, so Frechette, she has that clutch gene in here in her she was able to uh, get the Big Red back in the game, and it was a big goal for her. Uh, Prochette became the first Cornell player to score in the first three games of a season since 2014. So she's had just an amazing start to the season, don't you think, Angie? She's been phenomenal. Halfway through the third, Quinnipiac Accord appeared to have scored, but the ref waved off the goal, and the game continued as the Bobcats led 2-1. Yeah, so it was a Kind of a scare for the Big Red, but they were able to keep it close. But after that uh, disallowed goal, the momentum completely swung in Quinnipiac's favor, and they were able to score minutes after and regain that lead that they momentarily lost. Mm-hmm. Lucky for them. With just a few seconds left in the game, Quinnipiac guaranteed their win with an empty net goal. Yeah, so overall shots were pretty even, although Cornell blocked more than double the shots Quinnipiac did, preventing 19 shots to the net compared to Quinnipiac's eight. So it was a really great defensive effort by the Big Red, despite the final score. Yeah, for sure. Uh, specific shout-outs to Alexa Davis, who blocked a game-high four shots, while Rory Jolday and McKenna Van Gelder had blocked three shots each. Um, and, um, and unfortunately, a more dominant part of the game took place in the face-off circle, where the Bobcats posted a 40-21 to 21 advantage in draws. So I don't know about you, Angie, but I think this was the main problem for the Big Red in this game. They weren't able to get uh, possession off those face-offs, and that didn't really bode well for them. Yeah, I agree, and I want to argue that it definitely was not Deanna Fraser. Um, she was strong in that for Cornell in the second period. She stopped all of 11 Quinnipiac shots and only let in three goals on 20 total shots in the game. Yeah, she was great. Um, in the Big Red, they didn't have much time to dwell on this loss because they had to take on their first Ivy League matchup the next day at Princeton. They pulled out a great comeback win, winning 3-1. Two goals scored by freshman McKenna Van Gelder, the first of her collegiate career. First, uh, in the first period, we see Lily Delianita. She makes a shot attempt on the power play. They pull out a great comeback win against Princeton the following day, winning 3-1. Yeah, and two of these goals were scored by freshman McKenna Van Gelder, which were the first of her collegiate career, so it was a great way to open up her season. Yeah, I love the play in which she scores her first goal. We see um, Lily Delinitas make a shot attempt on the power play, stopped by Olmwich in net for Princeton, right before Van Gelder finds a loose puck to score the first of her career and the game. And then with just a minute left in the second period, Princeton tied the game. So unfortunate to go into the uh, intermission like that. Mm-hmm. I love the second goal as well. Um, Lori Golday goes down for a minute, providing a two-on-one opportunity for Van Gelder. But she decides to take a wrist shot from the left face-off circle. Yeah, and that was a great shot. Uh, the snipe hit the top corner of the net, and she pulls, she puts Cornell ahead by one goal. Izzy Daniel scores the empty net goal with 48 seconds left to give Cornell the 3-1 victory. 
yeah, it was a great all-around effort by the Big Red. Obviously, offensively, um, big name was um, Van Gelder. But also in net, Deanna Fraser stopped a season-high 33 shots in the victory. So she was able to stand tall and uh, rebound from the game prior. As usual, she's been great for the Big Red. And for Princeton, uh, Jennifer Olnwich had a 25-save performance. Yeah, so overall, it was a great, uh, it was a great game. Uh, big Red rebounded from their... Uh, first loss on Friday against Quinnipiac and overall I just think it was a great performance. Yeah always great to see the excitement build against another Ivy League team and we were able to watch the Big Red pull out a win this time. For sure. All right and so without further ado it's time for the Sinbin round where our guest is ECAC co-rookie of the week Alyssa Regalado. Hello, Alyssa. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Great. We're so excited. Um, So to quickly throw it back to the Mercyhurst series, you registered not only your first collegiate point goal, but uh, you scored a hat trick. So congratulations. And um, you were also named co-rookie of the week, winning your first ECAC award. So how did you and the team celebrate? Well, first of all, thank you. Um, It was a great experience, you know, nerves in the first weekend of the year, but it was a lot of fun to play those first two games. Um, It was honestly a really great weekend. A lot of alumni were back in town, so they came after the game and waited for us in the just in the hallway outside the change room and we got to talk to them and kind of catch up with them ask them questions about their experience here they also got to see like the new training room and we got to show them around because they didn't get to have that when they played here so it was a lot of fun to be able to share this experience with them around too yeah that's great must be nice to celebrate that especially with these alumni and everything so yeah yeah there's a lot of them actually that play at like higher levels as well so a lot of us look up to them and want to play at whatever level they're playing at right now too so it's fun to be able to share that experience yeah with them. that's great that's awesome and um to relate to that this past week um mckenna van gelder also broke out fellow freshman scoring her first two collegiate goals um kind of similarly were there any like celebrations done with her being considering that your roommates um not too much on the bus we were excited for her and I sat with her on the bus ride so I was kind of like all over her and you know as a friend would be like playing with her but um you know after the game we were just happy and cheerful we sang a couple songs did a couple dances as a team but yeah we just celebrated in the moment and enjoyed the bus ride back together that's great yeah so um was it comforting entering college knowing a few of the other freshmen, including uh, Van Gelder and, um, you know, a few people that you were able to have uh, that you were able to know when you came to Cornell? Yeah, no, it was really nice. Uh, I didn't know um, any of these girls were committing when I committed. Um, but once I figured out McKenna committed, I was like, wow, like this is really cool. I've known her since I was like eight or ten years old so we've been playing hockey with each other for like the last eight years um so knowing that I was going to be able to come here and play another four with her was really exciting along with uh two other freshmen who joined my team uh back at home the last two years and I've got to get to know them well as well uh so it's nice to be able to have those people that you can go to that know you on a personal level um, and just be able to have someone that you can reach out to and talk to. Yeah, that's great. I know it would have been so nice to feel like for me personally, like being a freshman as well, if I came in just knowing a few other people, I think yeah. it'd be a great experience and very comforting. So you said you've known McKenna since you were like eight or 10. So like what, 
how did that start? Like, have you guys stayed in touch all those years? Yeah. So when we both first started playing hockey, we obviously we don't live in the same city, but we live in neighboring cities. So we played against each other a lot. Uh, so then when the season ended, I actually went and tried out for her team and ended up making the team. Um, and since then, we've played on the same team every year for the like the last 10 years. So uh, being able to play with a player like her, she's really skilled and a great person. So it's just been fun to play with her over the last couple of years. Yeah, that's great. So um, in this past June, you won a gold medal at the World U18 Championships with uh, Canada. So what was that whole experience like? Oh, it was unbelievable. Like, as uh, many people know, the tournament was canceled in December. Mm-hmm. So we were all like disappointed and we we're trying to figure out a way which we can have it again. So people were trying to push for another tournament. So lucky enough, we had it in June. Um, but it was a long process. They brought us all back out to try out again. And um, But it, in the end, it was so much fun. I'm so glad I got to experience it. We got to go on bus rides and plane rides together as a team. Um, I got to meet so many people I didn't even know. I uh, made friendships that I still have now. Um, but overall, just a really fun experience. Yeah, it seems like it was well worth the wait. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you said... Um... Uh, you were very close together as a team, and there was actually, and you met new people, but there there were also five members from that same club team on that team. Yeah, no, that was uh, really fun. Uh, I know um, we were really excited yet nervous at the same time because we're like, hey, like we're all here, but this is not like our club team. This is a whole nother level, and it's above what we're expecting and what we're used to but I think once again it was nice knowing you're having that support with you um, because during that time it can be very stressful because there's a lot of nerves like I've said and like it's all based off your performance and how good you're playing but I think knowing that I can go and talk to them at the end of the day and just check in with them is a really nice experience to have. Yeah so being so comfortable with them what were some things you had to do to mentally prepare playing at a higher level with these girls? Um, Definitely knowing that hey like Uh, My club team, I may be one of the better players, but here that's not the expectation. I'm here because I'm good in my certain area and Mm -hmm. I might not be as good as other girls in certain areas, but just being able to uh, show my strengths and being able to play my game uh, and just being a good person all around is what's important and not trying to be someone who I'm not. Yeah, great. That sounds like an amazing experience. Yeah. Uh, Similarly, like, did you find yourself having to make any adjustments with your play, like transitioning to the college level? Um, yes, definitely. The first couple practices, there was a change in speed and strength I noticed the most. Um, it was like one step faster. The passes were a little bit stronger. So I know I had to adjust to that um, at the start. And then once we started playing games, I noticed the physicality was more than what I was used to. There was a little bit more body contact along the walls. But I think overall, it wasn't major changes, just small changes here and there that I needed to make to my game, which was nice to experience. Yeah, okay. So uh, to go back to the game versus Quinnipiac on Friday, uh, your coach noticed that he thought the team came out a little bit anxious, but uh, in the next game, you guys came out and had a really great redemption win. So what do you think was able to, what do you think the team was able to change in between the two games, especially coming off a loss to find some more confidence and pull out another win? I think we were really motivated because of that loss. We were like, hey, we don't want to head back go into like we want to push through and really come out with this win and I think also part of it was it was the first all Ivy League game so it was our first game against the another Ivy League team mm-hmm. and our coach mentioned how important this is because it comes towards the Ivy League championship at the end of the year and I think that really um, pushed our team to want to win that game and knowing we had a four-hour bus right afterwards it wouldn't have been much fun if we lost so yeah, uh, I think it was a lot of fun to experience that first Ivy League game for a lot of the freshmen as well um, so overall I just think the um, 
the want to win because we didn't want another loss after that long road trip. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And speaking of that first Ivy League game, are there any other Ivy League games or just ECAC games in general that you're looking forward to this season? Um, well, I know Colgate's always a big rivalry because they're not too far away, so I'm definitely looking forward to playing them, especially because of how high-ranked they are, too, so I think it'll be a really competitive game when we play against them. I also know Harvard's a big Ivy League matchup, so I'm definitely looking forward to playing them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything different you guys notice in the locker room or anything pre-game when you're playing a, a big game or a rivalry game among the team? Um, I don't know. I haven't. Well, I've only played four games, yeah. but um, I have not noticed too many differences. I know some people obviously are a little bit more serious and like to kind of stay in their own zone, and some people are a little bit more uh, fun and they like to goof around a little bit. So I just try to recognize who fits what category just so I don't take someone else out of their comfort zone before yeah, games. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that pregame, um, do you have any like superstitions or anything before games? Um, I don't have really many superstitions. I obviously like to maybe like follow a routine. Like I like to listen to certain songs. I like to tape my stick before games. Uh, I'm a big keep up girl, so I definitely like to join the keep up circle before games. But I'm not too particular in like big superstitions, no. Yeah, uh, it seems like the pregame meals come up a lot when we do these interviews. Do you have a favorite one or in general, are you a big fan of the food they give you? Oh, I'm personally, I've liked the food so far. I was kind of hesitant at first. I was like, I don't know what to expect, but I've really yeah. liked it so far. But at home, I'd have a salmon meal. I'd have salmon, rice and broccoli before games. That was kind of my thing. Oh, great. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty flexible when it comes to food. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for your time in the sin bin. But you listeners already know what's up next. It's the Slapshot Round right after this. Thanks for having us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Slapshot Round, where we ask hard-hitting, fun questions and have you answer them as quickly as you can. So per tradition, we always got to ask the first question. Are you good to go? I'm good to go. All right. Who or what got you into hockey? Uh, Definitely my dad got me into hockey. He played growing up, and he didn't get the chance to kind of further his career, so I think he wanted to do that with me. So was that, like, time on the pond, or was it just in general, like... Uh, Yeah, from the age of five, like, well, the age of three, I started skating, and then I started playing hockey at the age of five, and so he just kind of pursued it through me since then. Okay. Um, Favorite NHL team and player? My favorite NHL team is the Montreal Canadiens, which can be controversial sometimes because i'm from toronto and they're kind of rivals but my favorite player is shea weber who used to play on the montreal canadians but got traded this offseason but uh, a couple years ago i saw him at the nhl skills competition he had the hardest slap shot and i kind of admired that and then he started to become my favorite player yeah habs fan uh (laughs) and yeah i always remember weber on that team um so which dining hall is better? I know you're a freshman, so Appel or Morrison? I'm an Appel girl. I um, love going there after practices and getting a bowl or making a chicken sandwich with the other freshmen on the team. But yeah, I definitely pick Appel. All right. Um, do you have a weird talent that you think like people don't know about? Ooh, well, I do know the first uh, like 20 or so elements of the periodic table in a song. I also know 100 digits of pi in a song. <laughs> it's, a lot yeah. of mem- it's a lot of memories. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we always have to ask this question, but who has the best ox on the team? Well, I got to go with Lily. She's always got great remixes going on. So, and it's always something new every week. So I got to give it to Lily. Nope. That's been the answer every time. <laughs> um, so specifically by your Cornell experience, what sold you on Cornell? 
Um, well, I came here for the first time, I want to say, in the 8th or ninth grade, and I loved the campus. I loved the atmosphere it gave. Uh, first time walking into the rink, it felt like home. I loved the rink. I knew I just wanted to play here one day. Um, they also had a lot of options. I didn't really know what I wanted to study, but they had a lot of options for me to choose from, and I loved the coaching staff as well. And more on your play style, are you more of a two-way defender, more offensive or defensive? Um, I'm probably a more offensive defenseman. Obviously, defense have to play defensively, but I've definitely got an offensive side to me. Yeah, kind of like Weber with the, with the hard slap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And making sure those goals go in. Yeah. Um, best on-campus food? Ooh, like any food? Any food. Uh, well, personally, I like sandwiches, so okay. Max is definitely a good place. I usually go there once a week, so I definitely say Max. And um, which teammate has the best sense of humor? Oh, I got to either say Deanna or Abby on that one. Okay. And is there a funny nickname that, that you think someone has on the team? or Funny nickname? Um, Gracie Dwyer has a funny one. We call her Darwi. I also like to think mine's pretty funny. They call me Reggie. So. Is there a reason? Is there a reason <laughs> well, my last name's Regalado, and I just kind of tried to figure out something with that, so they call me Reggie. Short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could have a walk-up song during the introductions, uh, what would it be? Hmm. That's a good one. Uh, oh, I'm a big uh, going down for reals. I really like that one. I definitely listened to that one before all the games, so... That would be my walk-up yeah, one. That's a great hypo song. Yeah. Um, and why'd you pick number six? Shea Weber. Shea Weber. <laughs> Shea Weber. Yeah. So did you watch a lot of Shea Weber when you were growing up? Or? Um, I did once I saw him at the skills competition. Like, I didn't really know him in his Nashville career until, like, his last season. Until, and then he got traded to Montreal. But since then, like, I've been watching him every step of the way. And is there any other position that you would be willing to play? Sometimes when we do, like, fun practices in the past like with my old teams we've like switched the goalies out and i've always volunteered to go in net ah. um wouldn't say i'm the best but i do enjoy playing in net once in a while no tendy's always hard yeah um and you don't have the fun of like skating on the ice but i guess making those big saves yeah <laughs> yeah it is uh and are you a fan of camping trips oh yeah i love camping but personally like growing up i did a lot of like they say glamping so i was in like a trailer but uh, I love like the outdoors and the fires and at night and roasting marshmallows. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great experience overall. And do you have a player on an opposing team that you're actually friends with off the ice? Yeah, so I've actually have quite a few teammates from the past year that went to other D1 schools. Um, probably there's a girl on Providence College who was an assistant captain with me on our team for the last 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 year but i've played with her for the past three years and we're definitely close so so how's that experience when you play against each other now where... well i don't think we play against each other but it's definitely fun to just catch up and see how things are going from her perspective going to a different school and a different league and just seeing what the difference is between the two schools all right um with that that that's our bank of questions thank you so much for joining me on the Slapshot round thank you hey mr timekeeper how much time is left one minute remaining in the interview. One minute. Awesome. It was great hearing from Melissa there. It was a great interview. Uh, let's let's talk about what the Big Rod have next weekend. Yeah, so Cornell will return to Atlanta Rink next weekend for a big and exciting home opener, welcoming Empire State rivals St. Lawrence and Clarkson. Puck drop between the Big Red and Saints is on Friday and slated for 6 p.m., while Saturday's game between Cornell and the Golden Knights is scheduled for 3 p.m. 
Both games will be broadcasted on ESPN+, Plus, but we hope to see you at Lina for a very exciting weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a great couple of games. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Big Red Hockey Cast, for and from the Line of Faithful. This has been a Big Red Sports Network production. BRSN is a student-run organization dedicated to promoting the voices of Cornell student-athletes. Make sure to check out at CornellBRSN on Instagram and www.CornellBRSN.com. Special thanks to our producers, Michael, Matthew, Abby, Gabe, Jay, and the entire BRSN team. Thank you.